0: You are listening to the Personal Growth Podcast presented by KarenElizabeth.com. Learn how to achieve your goals, improve your relations, increase your creativity, and much more. For a complete listing of the Karen Elizabeth Podcasts with links to subscribe, please visit our website at KarenElizabeth.com forward slash podcast. That's C-A-R-Y-N elizabeth.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Hello, this is Karen Elizabeth and today I want to talk to you about other people doing you harm. How do you manage other people when they just desire to do you harm? How In your mindset, can you prevent it from happening? And how do you handle it when they are deliberate? You know, there are many things happening in a situation such as this. You've got that person, their mindset, their heart, and then you've got you and Your mindset and your agenda and your heart. Today I received a, no- a note from um, a little prophetic email that I get, and it said here: set a watch for an attack that will bring you, I'm sorry, that will bring your honor and integrity into question. Don't be surprised if the enemy uses someone you have been able to to trust in the past, to, to disparage your character. You can do preventative warfare and break the assignment if it actually causes any harm, but you will have to exercise your discernment and spiritual authority, says the Lord. And they base this on a scripture verse, Nahum 2, one, And that says, "...he who scatters has come up before your face." Man the fort, watch the road, strengthen your flanks, fortify your power mightily. Now, some of you listening to this may not be Bible, you know, thumpers. And uh, I only read this because I love the spiritual connectedness that I receive from this person. And when I read it, I really feel that this is something that I personally... um, align myself with now I don't always agree with the with the verse like explanation of the verse and many times I create audios based on on uh, on these you know statements so that I can raise some truth about these statements but today I want to talk about two people I want to talk about that person who has a bend To uh, wound another person. And then you, as an individual who is going through life, hoping and wishing for the best and doing what is right. How is it that if we are thinking positively and we are hoping for the best and doing that, how is it that we would attract someone who would want to do us harm, especially someone that we might trust? You know, we all have a journey that we're going through and we all have agendas. And it's very difficult to know what the other person's motives are and heart because we're not inside their skin. We're not in their journey. We've only observed their journey from a distance, but we don't know what's causing or what's triggering an action. Or an attitude or words that they say. We just can't know. So how is it that we could possibly get along with people? Well, I have done a couple of things. Number one, I have basically withdrawn from people. Now, I don't do it all the time. But for this season, I have withdrawn from people so that I can do what the earlier part of this uh, little uh, email said. Uh, In the first part of the email by Bill Burns, it said here, "I I hear the Lord saying regarding this great struggle that you have been involved in, consider the life of the butterfly, for he must struggle and continue to struggle until he comes out and breaks himself out of the bondage that has been placed to hold him in a position of birthing okay this has not been a bad place because you will come forth and will walk out you will bring God into the situation more profoundly than you ever have before and your struggles with regard to that situation that you are thinking of in this moment will be resolved as you break out and gain flight, even as a butterfly does. It is a season to come forth. Now, again, this is a prophetic word. It's a, an encouraging word, and it's speaking of the butterfly. The butterfly is in a cocoon, right? And there, the, the, the growing process is, uh, is happening inside that cocoon. And then the butterfly will come forth. You know, there are seasons for each of us. One of those seasons could be that you come away from the opinions and the words of others. And you take a season to grow. Many of us on our mastermind call will, you know, just step away from things. I remember when I first became a Christian, okay, like we were told... Put away all your music, get rid of all that stuff, everything that influenced you, you know, that you were leaning on, and and separate yourself from the world, in quotation marks. Well, that's the idea here. The idea is to step away. Well, that's one way of dealing with a situation like this, where you don't have to worry about people talking about you in front of you. Now, we don't know what people will do not in front of you. You know, as a Christian, I have had uh, a lot of rapport with other Christians. However, I have also explored a lot of of uh, other kinds of books, and there are Christians, I am sure of it, <laughs> that have probably said, "Oh, you know, Karen is uh, kind of going off on this other thing," and and they may not because of their understanding of their worldview, have not uh, uh, understood, you know, what I'm doing. So they could very easily, you know, just say something to someone else and who knows where that will go. Uh, But the point is, is that you're going to have people in the world who have their own agenda and are not perfected in love. And are not perfected in judgment. And what I mean is in not judging others. It's very, very uh, hard to not judge someone when you really firmly believe something strongly. And so we must account for this when, uh, when some people have uh dispositions but also just their actions are so set in their way uh that they feel is right that and they're they don't want to open their minds to other possibilities because they're very focused on what they know is right and they're uh, basically in fear to go off and this brings up the next point We can basically isolate ourselves in our thought and only go one way. And many, and this is not against any, quote, religion, but you have many Christians that are very, very narrow-focused. And when they explore new things, it's all based on their worldview, based on what they learned in Scripture. And there is nothing really wrong. There's nothing wrong with people pursuing their passion. There's nothing wrong with it. The wrong comes when people are in judgment of other people. And what's even worse is when they speak about that judgment to others. Um, and now you are left with circumstances and people and conversations of gossip. Right? All this leads to uh Uh, um, disrespect, which is an indication that uh, there's an immaturity there when it comes to uh, this idea that people are judging others. Now, I know that I have very many friends who really are not really into like judging my position and my openness to new things because this is part of my journey. And they just will bring their opinion in too. And this is the beautiful thing. is If you have friends who are not judgmental. And you are not judgmental. The two of you can explore ideas. Not competing with one another. But just aligning yourself. It's like the two of you are walking down the street together. And you're speaking your mind. And they're speaking their mind. And you hope... That at some point your two minds will cooperate in a spirit of unity, and then you can uh, agree somewhere along the line. And sometimes what'll happen is you have to agree at the very beginning that at the very beginning of the of the ideas, in other words, in the general part, you can agree that you're both on this same journey of learning. And progressing and growing and growing up. So these are the two ways that you can handle uh, situations. Now, what about that other person? Okay, just to to finish. You can isolate yourself um, and come away for a time until you grow up into some maturity. You want to be focused on what you're doing. You also want to be open to learning new things. However, what is most important is for you to be focused on what you on your journey and and to be able to pick up new ideas that you have prayed and believed are going to be answers to the questions that you yourself in your own journey have. Now, I'm speaking about this because this is the process that is congruent with a mature lifestyle. Um, leaning, on, you know, leaning on other people's opinions uh, and, and, and listening to everybody will muddle your focus, will muddle your journey. When you're younger, of course, you know you're learning and you're picking up new things and you haven't really established your own mindset yet. But as you become an adult, this is where you really get focused. And I'm speaking of mindset stuff. I'm not speaking of work and skill sets. Okay, work and skill sets is a different thing. You have to, you know, be taught how to... uh, you know, create a video, for instance, on YouTube. You can't just sit there and go, okay, I have to think. You've got to go and you have to explore. I'm speaking of getting yourself aligned in your mindset to keep you focused and keep you from uh, other people getting in your way of your focus. This is the entrepreneurial mindset. And you have to know where to allow other people's opinions To help you. Uh, Other people's opinions can help you. As I said. With skill sets. And also in training for mindsets. I'm here to train a little bit more. For mindset. So you you can listen to what I'm saying. Because I'm not making a judgment on your journey. I am helping to align your journey. With a focus. uh, That will keep you. Heading towards your definite major purpose in your life, if you have just determined that. And as far as your skills and whatnot, you know, other people are involved. But I'm also talking about this scripture verse and how other people can do you harm. And that could actually happen also in a workplace. So you take your chances when you're at a workplace and you're gaining new skills. You know, you could have someone teaching you how to uh, work a machine or how to do some kind of office work or whatever it is. I don't know, you know, job, machinery, work, uh, a lab, all different things. And their personality could be uh, immature and they could kind of put you down. I, I had I had that happen to me with a boss that I had who was twenty three, and she was very immature in management, and she was basically saying, "I'm going to write you up. You made a mistake." You know, and I was there for two weeks. I'm writing you up. You made a mistake, and you're going to you know get reprimanded. <laughs> and it was just it was immaturity, and I certainly didn't want to keep you know to stay there because, uh, either she was an authority you know and that was not congruent with my definite major purpose. My major purpose was, you know, to grow into maturity and I I just realized I came to that to that understanding that you know, a couple things had to happen uh, either I had to come away from that work or I had to be able to influence that person. And because of her authority, uh, she was not open to be influenced. She was not open, and therefore uh, it limited, so I had to come away. And this happens in the marketplace. So, you know, when we have that definite major purpose, uh, there are a couple things that we need to do. As a person comes to you with those kinds of remarks that are really their immaturity. You have to be able to respond properly. One is to isolate or come away from that person. And two, it's to try in your mindset to, uh, to understand where they're coming from and realize that they are immature and be able to have a response to them that will do two things. It will help them, but it'll also help you stay focused uh, in my immaturity at the point when she was, you know, coming at me with those, I could only say a couple of things. I could only say, you know, all of us make mistakes. You make mistakes too, you know. So I was kind of like defending the fact that I made a mistake. Now, as a leader, there's there's got to be a way, you know, to respond to people um, in, 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 in a way that helps them to back off, you know, and to stay focused on what they're doing, uh, or to help you and they to res- you know, to cooperate along this journey, as I was saying, when you have two people focused on getting a job done, then you're in unity and you may disagree on little things. But the the unity and the harmony is that you're both focused on getting that job done. Um, but there are going to be times when you just don't agree. And this is where you need to say, you, and this is what I've had to say. Now, you may handle it differently. But I had to say, I am more important and my focus of my, you know, self-confidence and my future... Uh, is more important at this point for me to leave that job. Now, if I was in a different place, uh, a more um, stronger place, I may have been able to subdue that. But I personally, at that time, uh, was not in a place where I could force her to, you know, back off. I didn't have that and I'm 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 and I have this mindset of like you know peace I want to just be in peace with other people so but there are certain personalities where you are so strong in your purpose that you are not going to allow anybody to take you from that and you know how to respond in such a way you are disciplined and and strong and so you were able to subdue in, so, in some way. And these are the things that we need to uh, realize. That if, you're, you know, if you want to maintain peace, you may come away. And if you want to maintain your focus, you, you have to respond in such a way to other people and other problems, you know, that they're personally having that really don't have anything to do with you, but have to do with themselves. You have to know how to respond to that. So you take a person like this person that I had worked with, and you've got to say, you know, what is it about her life that is so off that she's responding to me in such a way? Is she getting pressure pressure from her management to do a job? Is she uh, is she reacting? Uh, because of the age difference. And you know. She's just trying to prove herself. Did she have a bad day? Is she having a bad week? Is she having a bad life? Is she in a bad way? You know. It's almost like we have to just. Look at a person. And bless that. And just say you know God. Or however you all want to address the issue. Just start speaking. Life into her, in your heart, you know, God, we just, we, I just want her to, you know, to really have a satisfied life, to, uh, to progress in her work and, you know, to, to raise her children in peace, you know, you, she, her journey evidently is, is struggling right now and we've all had struggles and she's, um, uh, she's troubled by many things and she doesn't know how to have a relationship with, uh, the, those that she is in charge of. And so I hope that she would, uh, you know, gain the wisdom that she needs to be able to really be a good, uh, employer or a good, uh, manager. And, uh, and this is where you know you you've got to position yourself in this way, and this is a sign of maturity. Now, I wouldn't say that it is immature to back away and to focus on what you're doing, because the job that you may have uh, may not be in con- you know in uh, congruent with your definite major purpose, and this is a way for uh, God or, you know, the universe to shift you, to move. Sometimes we're just not sure, are we? I mean, I have I have a situation where my house is, is on the market to sell, and uh, my ex-spouse actually decided that he was going to move out of his apartment and back into the house that I am living in. This is a difficult situation for me. And basically what it's doing is it's causing me To have to uh, make some decisions. Number one, I isolate myself from him so that my emotions are not toyed with. Um, And I physically just go to another part of the house or I just kind of disregard emotionally his presence. Um, And this is really a uh the fortress that i build for myself and the scripture talks about that you know that god will keep a fortress around you to protect you well this is the idea now we don't you know we're really trying to just manage uh when we're dealing in relationships with our emotions we're trying to manage our response do we do we respond to things um as a leader who is focused on uh, their self-confidence and their skill and their wisdom, um, so many of us really could use some help with our self-worth and our value. And, uh, and, and many times that happens because we've allowed ourselves uh, to kind of beat ourselves up over the decisions that we've made in the past. Um, So as a leader, you know, I encourage you to isolate yourself, but for the purpose of doing like the butterfly, where you're preparing yourself by reading good books and strengthening you, strengthening yourself and gaining wisdom um, and isolating yourself from the world to give yourself a chance to grow, kind of like a grass seed, you know, when you plant the grass, (laughs) you don't just allow people to go walking on it and trampling all those seedlings right you you want to nurture it and protect it and keep it, and kind of what we do with our children. We we kind of protect them. I never really was a proponent of, you know, just send the kids out into the world. They're going to have to learn it eventually anyway, and yeah, I guess that's like the hard way, but I'm a mother, you know. I'm a woman who's, who's a nurturer, and I want to protect uh, that which is mine, and I know that there are fathers or men who are very protective and want to love that role, just want to be able to be the protector of their family, and it's a good Thing um, so we need to also protect our own, our own mindset, and keep ourselves in a um, in a place where we can just stay focused until uh, until such a time that uh, you know our maturity and our knowledge and our skill and our wisdom in our mindset is strong and capable of. Uh, you know of responding as a leader uh to others who are immature. And I guess that's basically it. Uh we we need to focus on that. I know myself that uh over the years I've had to do that. It's very good for us to come away and take a time to get focused and really uh help help to nurture and to align ourselves with our definite major purpose in life, whatever that is for you. Um, there's a lot more on definite major purpose. Napoleon Hill talks about that in his Think and Grow Rich book. I know that many in the Christian circles have their, you know, their, their calling or their mission in life. And, uh, you know, we, I mean, it's fun to, you know, to think about it, to plan it out. Some people have business plans, and, and that plan is what they're focusing on. And their 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 purpose in life is to have that business plan. So you've got, you know, your spiritual mission. You've got your, your business mission. You've got your personal mission. And those missions are your focus. And uh, other people and other circumstances uh, just are not really part of that. Uh, they're not, unless they are congruent unless they are an answer that helps you to move forward so what i'm saying today is that if you are say you know selling your home and someone comes to you and says i want to buy your home well that's congruent if somebody comes down the road and says you know i want to burn your home uh, well that's not congruent right right Um, you're selling your home, you, you know, so, okay, understandable. And also, uh, in regular life, you know, your everyday life, if, uh, you know, if you have children... And you're raising your children, and uh you're having dinner, and you know you want them to come home and have dinner, and you know you have it ready for six o'clock or <laughs> whatever and uh and your try- chi- your daughter you know calls you up and says "I'm going to my girlfriend's house, you know we're going to stay overnight or whatever now that is not really congruent with your your uh your definite major purpose. you have to know maturity wise how to settle that dispute that difference and this is where having your definite major purpose comes in you have some choices now that's not really an outright diss of you but it could be especially if you had said to your children this is a special evening we're having this special dinner it's so and so's birthday and you know or something like that um so you know what are you going to do Are you going to just say, oh, go ahead, go and have dinner without, you know, go have dinner with your girlfriend? Um, The focus is the focus. That is what we're after. Uh, You need to stay focused on what you're doing. And if it's more important for your family to be together, you need to say to your daughter as the leader of your own home, right? We have planned this dinner uh, for two weeks. And uh, I really want you to be home for dinner. Perhaps you can plan dinner another time with your girlfriend and staying overnight. And then you have to work through that. Uh, This to me is part of our journey. And as a leader of your own life, uh, you as a parent are taking on this role. And now you're dealing with a child and their Opinions and attitudes. As a parent, your mission as a parent is to do what you do as a parent. You know, keeping a family together, making plans, being in unity, creating memories, disciplining in a loving way. You see, what you are doing is, for, even as a parent, you are you are teaching by modeling. Uh, this very same thing that I'm talking to you about. You're teaching by modeling. If you allow your children to be disrespectful to you, then what you're doing is you're teaching them how to be disrespectful in life. And their mindset is not aligned for that same idea, that purpose uh, that I was sharing earlier. We need to stay that in that purpose. Okay, well that's basically it for me today. I really hope that you've benefited from this. If you have questions, please contact me. I would love to know uh, how you are handling controversy with people and what kind of mindset do you find yourself in that is too difficult for you? And what can we do to help uh, you to become more aligned with your purpose? I would love to speak to you. Uh, to share and encourage you in some way. So you can private message me on Facebook at Karen Elizabeth one That's my uh, Facebook profile name. But go ahead and friend me there if you'd like. And I hope to talk to you very soon. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. I bless you today with all beauty and significance and wealth. I bless your life with happiness, joy, overflowing with abundance. I bless your life with satisfying relationships that fulfill your greatest needs. Be blessed today with all the blessings there are in the universe for your health, for your wealth, and for your well-being. This is Karen Elizabeth.